Is this story true? Yes, Henry. It's 100% true. Even the parts I made up. Okay, but what happens next? You said Santa had its snot kicked out of him and then crawled over to the place? He did not get the snot kicked out of him. I didn't say that. But he lost all his powers, and that probably hurt worse. He stumbled over to the place of signing, which turned out just to be a vacant lot where a furniture warehouse had burned down the previous year. Snow was on the ground, but not thick, so it looked like weird clumps and dark spots all over the place. Is this important? Nah, I suppose not. Anyway, Santa walks to the middle where this European guy in a fancy suit stands out front, and a crazy, tall, goat-headed guy with flaming eyes and jet-black hoofs is smiling an evil grin. Beyond him are his legion of Yulebakken, giant goat spirit things. Oh, and just in the middle of them is this really little guy. Roger? No, it's Rugar. <laughs> Funny name. Be nice. Maybe I'll introduce you. Uh-huh. With all the scary giant goats. Hey, they only look scary. They're actually kind of nice once you get to know them. Whatever. Anyway, I was helping Santa along, but he insisted he wanted to go ahead on his own. Imagine it. Him on one side, the skinny guy. Marvin? Sherwin. Although you could also call him Hermes or Mercury. Okay. Anyway, Santa was facing off against Bartolomeus and all his crew. Evil goats. <laughs> well, scary goats. And a bunch of other things, too. It was a pretty lopsided face-off. Frankly, it looked pretty awful for Nicholas. What happened next? I'm getting to that. So Nicholas starts to speak. A little weak at first, but with a growing calm. Hello, Bartolomeus. Hello, Nicholas. You have lost. Do you even know why? I... I think so. And I deserve it. Well, this ought to be good. Do tell it in your own words. A long time ago, there was a delicate girl named Marcella from a growing town named Racinium. Where's Racinium? Racinium. I think it was somewhere in Rome. Back to the story. This girl had an overbearing father. One who loved her and wanted to keep her safe from con artists, gold diggers, and... and people like me. Like us. Like us. She was a sweet girl and very unhappy. I could tell her type from leagues away. I've always had a sense for those who are unhappy. They make easy prey. Anyway, in time, I, we, found her. I approached her. I enchanted her. I wooed her. What's a woo? Uh, like all kissy and stuff? Yuck. I convinced her to leave her home. To go out onto the road with me. With us. And see the world. It broke her father's heart when she left. But I didn't care. It was only later that I learned that he wasted away. And without her there, the land went into receivership with no heir. More successful than I could have hoped for. 
In time, she lost herself to our parties. Word reached her of her father's death, which she took badly. She drank even deeper. I could not fix her sorrow, but I could feel it growing. One night, that terrible night, she climbed to the tallest tower in all the city, lost her balance, and fell to her death. It was a glorious, poetic conclusion, a triumph I had been hoping for. It was the worst thing I have ever done to another being. Not for lack of me trying to convince you to improve. A tragic tale, to be sure, but why mention it now? What? Are you looking for mercy or something? No, I... I wanted to explain that I knew the reason why the compact failed, that my guilt and grief affected the balance. Well, it hurts me to see you grovel, knowing how powerful you could have been. It also feels very good at your end to see it. I think there's been a misunderstanding, which doesn't surprise me, given my sister's predilection for vagueness and indirect action. But... You're not here. We're all not here. Because of how you feel some guilt over some woman you gave a bit of hope to by getting her out of her controlling dead-end family situation. But she died. As did her father. And if it weren't for me and my meddling... They both would have lived. Yes, you are responsible for their misery. Well, that's not really true. Look, so far as I'm concerned, the unfortunate side effects were just that. Side effects. Byproducts of a time when mortals were severely underdeveloped and couldn't get their own lives together. But then what what ended the compact? You ignored the rules, Beardy. Your clever trick against old Barty here. My name is... You'll speak when I decided, creature. Now, where was I? Oh, you're right. Why we're here. You see, Demeter has... Uh, had a soft spot for you. An old Barty doesn't generate that sort of sympathy. So she helped you muck about with the compact and find a way to shift enough responsibility onto you so you could shift enough blame onto old Barty. But that kind of deal couldn't hold for all that long. And here we are, looking for balance again. Oh, all right, fine. Speak up, Barty. Do not do that to me again, petty god. I will... He really doesn't realize how annoying he can be. Did he really do all that? Or are you just adding that in? I'm only slightly exaggerating for full effect. Uh-huh. Then help me, Sherwin. Let's fix the compact together and banish him properly. 
<laughs> uh, Bertie, I'm not stepping to one side on this. I'm strictly in the middle. I'm not saying that what Demeter did specifically led to her death, but I'm pretty sure it might. This is old power, Nicholas. Far older than me. Fundamental stuff. No, I'm not altering one word of the intended compact. What's a compact? It's compact. And, well, actually, I'm not really sure if I follow that part either. Anyway, it was a pretty tense scene from where I was standing, and I just couldn't stand it anymore. So I spoke up. You did? You betcha I did. Walked right up to them and gave a piece of my mind. Told that stuck-up Euro guy that it was obvious Goatface wasn't suitable to lead anything other than a goat on a leash. And the Nicholas was obviously the better choice. Right. Did you really do all that? Well, maybe it wasn't quite so forceful a point, but they didn't appreciate me making it. I may have been forced to step back. Ah! <sighs> Oof. Enough stalling. We are here for the signing. By the ancient nameless powers, we are guided to create order from chaos, to align ourselves with greater forces and share in their power. We are committed to sparkle motion and all the dance routines that come our way. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah, it was a pretty long-winded speech with a lot of formality and really dull legalese. Honestly, I don't remember half the words, and I kind of zoned out for a second. Just then, though... I spotted a falling star, but it wasn't a star, although it sure as heck was falling. Nicholas, up there, is that for you? They came. But how? I called out to them. Let them know that you needed help. You can do that? Apparently. Sir, can you hear me, sir? Turn on your earpiece. Sir. I think I figured it out. At least a part of it. I hope I'm not too late. What is it? Be careful on the landing. Everything changes except the whole thing, sir. Everything changes except the whole thing? What's that supposed to mean? I'll explain it in a second, sir. Once we're on the gr- Any landing you can walk away from is a successful landing. Sir, I... Good Lord, sir, you look terrible. If it's any consolation, I probably feel worse. I spit it out with us. What does that mean? Mercury, proceed with the ritual. This delay is meaningless and futile. As you are so fond of saying, buddy, don't tell me what to do. And it might be relevant. But... Don't make me take your mouth away again. <sighs> Sir, the compact always changes, as the needs of the world do. Yes, yes, I, I know that much. But we've been trying to figure out how to fix a broken compact. The role of Krampus doesn't belong with you, and it certainly doesn't belong with him. Hey. Because it isn't the same role as it used to be. It doesn't need that kind of harsh retribution. So much as fine control. Neither you nor him are even close enough to humanity to judge it. But if not us, then who? I'll do it. What? 
It's why I'm here, I think. I mean, in the grander scheme of things. I always had this sort of sense about folks, you know. My mother always encouraged me to follow my instincts about people. It's never steered me wrong before. You cannot be serious. Bruce, I can't ask you to do this. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Ain't nobody asking you, Nicholas. Or you, you pointy-horned freak. In fact, I don't think I need to speak to either one of you. You, Mr. Fancy Pants. You seem to be the clerk around here. I, my. How you are an interesting specimen. Go on. I've never read this contract. Compact. Compact. Sure, whatever. Uh, but I've given my life's dedication to bringing people to justice. And I followed my gut every time I was taking a job. My gut's telling me that there's a job right here. So I'm applying for it. Surely, Mercury, you are not considering this violation of protocol. Do you understand what you are suggesting? Heck, I'm pretty sure I don't understand all this stuff. But I'm pretty sure I get what you're saying. You would sit in judgment over all of humanity. With the observations collected through the year to determine who might deserve retribution rather than praise. Retaliation rather than a gift. Sure, why not? Interesting. Is this acceptable to you? Me? In your role at the center of the compact, as it still stands at the moment, the decision is yours. Don't I get a say in all this? No. No. If you're sure, Bruce. Do it. It is acceptable. Really? That was it? Well, it wasn't quite so simple as that. Goathead guy wasn't happy. And he ordered the Yulebakken to attack us all. Horrible goat things? Again, not quite as horrible if you get to talk to them for a while, but yes. What happened? They refused. It turns out that they are actually supposed to work for the Krampus. And that wasn't Goathead anymore. And they were also told not to attack by Rugar. The one who left Santa? Yep. Little guy had a heart of steel, that one. Stopped a goat face and everything. I really pissed, uh, got him very mad. He whirled on Santa and said, This isn't over between us. I don't know how you accomplished this. You're not half as clever as this was needed old winter. Well, it's a good thing I have so many friends. Real friends, Bartholomew, not servants or forcibly controlled. Real. And that's when Sherwin zapped him. Like, pew pew More like a dismissive wave, actually, but Goatface disappeared. Sherwin said he's still out there somewhere plotting revenge, but he's not a threat for quite a while. So now what? Now it's time for little kids to go to bed. No, I want to hear what happens next. All right. Everyone lived happily ever after. The end. Now, scoot. Off to bed. I've got to go to work. Well, I don't want to. It's Christmas Eve. 
Can I stay up late? Not unless you want to rock in your stocking again this year. But I've been good. And you'll continue to be good by going to bed now. Ah, nuts. Good night, Henry. Good night, Dad. It's not fair. How old do I have to be to stay up late? Carrie's mom and dad let her stay up later. She's a year younger than me. Wish I could stay up later. <laughs> stay up. Oh, my bear. I can't go to sleep without my bear. Now, I hope you don't have a repeat of last year. It was literally my first day on the job. True. But there isn't really a lot of training available. Fine, fine. I'll have Rugar drop some additional roots. How... how is he? How, how is Rugar? Better? Every day? He's a sensitive kid, Nicholas. In more ways than one. He really looked up to you. Still does, really. So it's gonna take some time. Besides, I can never let him go. His work with the Yulebakken is nothing short of... His work with the Yulebakken is nothing short of miraculous. They're still a little chaotic on short flights, but I think they're starting to warm up to me. Good. I... What's this? Someone's awake. Henry, I thought I told you to go to bed. Santa? Oh, hello, child. Hello. Have you been a good little boy all year? Yeah, he's all right, I guess. Well then, little Henry Williams, why are you out of bed? I forgot my bear. Oh, of course. And it's a mighty fine bear, too. What's his name? Pickle Face. Because he's got a squished face. How delightful. Henry, do you think Pickle Face would like a friend? Oh, yeah. Then hurry off to bed, and when you wake, look for your little bear's friend. Okay. Delightful boy. Yeah, he's a real peach. So do you actually have a toy for him, or am I going to have to go make a rapid shopping run during my business tonight? Right here. Figures. Shall we? We shall. Merry Christmas, Nicholas. Merry Christmas, Bruce. Now Slider, now Dapper, now Lisbeth and Petricor, on Granger, on Weasley, on Bing and Cornelius, the top of the lanai to the top of the feature wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. Rugar, uh, do you want to do the honors? Certainly. March Zegruth, March Malmalak, March Gazeth and Virgal, on Torgoth, on Morgoth, on Zagran and Balmoran. To the depths of the valleys, to the heights of the boardrooms. Now gallop away, gallop away, gallop away all. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope we've enjoyed this. I'll put out one more episode 
of the combined thing. Some people might have missed a few spots. The combined thing, by the way, a little over three hours. Merry Christmas. I've been wandering out loud into audio drama. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. Talk to you again soon. <laughs>